Think Again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation that has been dedicated to social change for over 20 years now. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're talking about the economist Manfred Max Neve. Uh, Max Neef, M-A-X uh, hyphen N-E-E-F. We've been criticising capitalist economic doctrine on this programme lots of times and have started to present other ways of thinking about economics. Remember, we talked about uh, grow- degrowth and relocalization and cooperatives and peer-to-peer, amongst other things. So today, as promised, uh, we're going to talk about the late economist Manfred Max Neef, who died in early August this year. He was referred to as a barefoot economist, a title which was conferred when he received the Alternative Nobel Prize for Economics, or also called the Right Livelihood Award, from the Swedish Parliament in 1983. He received this for, as they said, revitalizing small and medium-sized communities through barefoot economics, or economics. After returning to Chile, Uh, from exile, because he had gone on exile under Pinochet in 1973, he was a candidate for the democratic elections of 1993, and without much help from anywhere, financial help particularly, he reached more than 13% of the total vote, which was quite amazing. Before that, he had worked for the World Bank in the 60s-70s, and within the development system during which he became responsible for some of the implementation of the World Bank's and IMF's programs and their policies. He started to work with communities from the ground up after his earlier experiences, rather than trying to impose mainstream economic concepts from the top down, as usually happens. A lot of the ideas we have been talking about in Think Again actually derive from thinkers and doers like Manfred Max Neef. Yes, in past programs of Think Again, we've talked a lot about how the economy needs to be aimed at well-being rather than have us all serve the economy, no matter how miserable that's making many people. The usual argument is that it must all be okay when the economic indicators say it is regardless of what Mm -hmm. people are actually experiencing. Mm. Uh, We've also wrapped together in our thinking human well-being and the well-being of the natural world. Our well-being's mutually enfolded always. So those ideas are certainly resonant with what Manfred Max Neef was doing and saying. He became, Max Neef became disillusioned with the mainstream economics early in his career in the 60s. He saw that it had become immersed in abstract mathematics as an end in itself, and importantly, divorced from reality and the lives of real people. He developed his insights while working and developing in struggling communities in Latin America, Ecuador, Brazil, and other countries. 
rather than pursuing the achievement of economic indicators, such as gross domestic product and its growth, he thought that development should focus on the quality of life of people and communities. Wow, that's very radical. <laughs> in sympathy with the natural world. In this approach, human beings are viewed as subjects and not just as objects to be exploited by others for economic gain, which is, of course, also very key to Karl Marx and others uh, thinking uh, and critiques of capitalism. Uh, that was like in the early 1800s and many people since. So, yes... Max Neef didn't just sit in an ivory office dreaming up abstract economic models or what it means to have quality of life. He worked within communities and he learnt from communities at a grassroots level. He learnt about what quality of life means for people on the ground, how local economies can be developed and how communities can develop themselves to support their own needs. He learnt this firsthand from experience and the relationships he formed, and from both failures and successes, as we all do, I guess. Hence the importance he put on real integrated understanding, rather than just abstract knowledge that's separated from the real worlds of real people. So that's a bit of an overview of Manfred Max Neef and his work in economics and development. But Jacques, I know that Max Neef has had a profound influence on your thinking and your work and also the work of Borderlands and the development of Borderlands. So uh, can you tell me a bit about that? Yes, well, I myself have worked in the development sphere ever since the, well, the mid-60s, really, working in Congo and other places. And so I remained, after my return to Belgium in, 90, in 69, I remained involved and stayed involved in the development debates and so on. And in that context, I actually read about uh, Max Neef and what he had been developing with colleagues in Latin America and referred to as human scale development. And I learned that from the Dachhammerskjöld Foundation. And Dachhammerskjöld was one of the United Nations most esteemed, probably the most esteemed uh, secretary general who was killed uh, in, a, in a plane, well, most likely not accident, in Congo in 1961. Uh, and uh, they created in Sweden, where he came from, a uh, foundation, the Dachhammerskjöld Foundation, which continued to fund good alternative and interesting development ideas and models. And that was where human scale development, uh, through a organization, Power, which Manfred had started with colleagues in Latin America, so they developed the human scale development ideas and that was published in the journal of the Dachhammerskjöld Foundation. That's how I came to know about it. So in the early 90s, uh, uh, Manfred visited a variety of communities across Australia as well as South Africa and other places to spread, to not so much to spread the idea, but to discuss and have conversations about that idea of human scale development. So uh, then uh, I stayed in touch with him whilst he returned to Chile. And in '95, when I had four months sabbatical uh, after having been head of the Department of Social Work at RMIT, I decided to basically think where I was going to stay in academia or not. So I spent two months in '95 uh, with him in Valdivia in the south of mm -hmm. Chile, where he had become the uh, president or the vice chancellor of the university and had started initiatives working according to that model. 
1997, I was invited with about 25 other people who had been influenced by his thinking across the world in Chile, and we shared our experiences working and thinking according to that model. And so uh, that was the tenth at the tenth anniversary of the first appearance of that book on human scale development in nine, in eighty nine, mm-hmm. and so that was around the time when I quit university because I could not really cope with the way in which universities were becoming, and uh, I then basically started to or we started with friends uh, to think about the place which then became Borderlands mm-hmm. in 97. So the thinking of Mandret and human scale development was very much influential in the creation of Borderlands and the kind of thoughts which led us to that. And probably on that note, we should go for some music with uh, Kucha Edwards. Uh, change is going to come by. I was born by the river in a little town just like the river I've been running ever since. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there Beyond the sky It's been a long, long time coming But I know change gonna come Oh, yes, it will I go to the movies And I go downtown Somebody keep telling me Don't hang around It's been a long, a long time coming But I know change gonna come Oh, yes, it will Then I go to my I say, brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me down. Back down on my knees. There's been times when I thought I couldn't last for long. I'm able to carry on. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Looking to connect with your local community and do something rewarding? Well, volunteering to lead a neighbourly ride could be exactly what you're after. The short 40-minute group rides are for all ages and ride levels. Help people build their confidence, feel supported while safely exploring the local areas of Brunswick, Carlton, Fitzroy 
and Northcote by bike. Volunteers receive free ride leader training, so go to neighbourlyride.com to contact us about volunteering. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR Digital and Streaming Life on 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about the barefoot economist, Manfred Max Neef. Yes, I think Max Neef's approach to economics is really beautifully illustrated in his famous book, From the Outside Looking In, Experiences in Barefoot Economics. I love the story of his two-year evolving project with a small municipality in Brazil, Tiradentes. It's such a beautiful story of culture-based and people-based revitalisation, including all the ups and downs along the way. It's really worth reading this section of the book alone and also looking at the wonderful black and white photos of the local people and the craft and the architecture. You also get the feeling of how Manfred really loved and appreciated the people. He really cared about them and all the aspects of their culture. So to give some context, the town Tiradentes is 350k from Rio de Janeiro and has a very rich history and rich cultural heritage. Apparently, it was a very poor town too. So apparently, it was the town's impoverishment and isolation that allowed for its architectural and artistic treasures to be preserved because it was a poor, neglected, cut-off town. This provided the basis for a revitalisation project to improve the city's quality of life and increase local self-reliance. Perhaps some of the book's headings give a good indication of the story of the development. The relevant chapter is aptly called The Action Starts. Subheadings describe the journey of the project. For example, Phase 1, The Children Speak Their Minds. So that's really interesting. That was the start of the project. It gathered how children see their lives, what they value and how they see their future. And I must say it really contrasts with the way the politicians, including Prime Minister Mm. Scott Morrison, are talking about the young people leading the Extinction Rebellion. I'll just read a sentence that um, Manfred says about the importance of listening to young people. And remember, he was talking to 7- to 12-year-olds, not teenagers. He says, We should not be preoccupied only in doing things for the children. We should also give them the opportunity to do something for us. And what could be better than the gift of their truth. Mm, so mm-hmm. I think that's... That's really reciprocity good. thinking, absolutely, yeah. Mm. And so that was the start of the project. Phase two, heading, Craftsmen Rescued from Anonymity. So there was a public display and recognition of their craft. Then moving along, phase four, People's Thirst for Knowledge. So courses were organised for the local people and they were enthusiastically patronised even when attendance required long and arduous journeys from surrounding areas Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. get to courses. Phase seven, a guild of artisans. So a guild was formed. Phase eight, the artisans become masters. So they're teaching young people in the community their craft. Phase nine, an evaluation by by the the people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So forming and negotiating relationships was core to all of this work. And I was really struck by the degree to which much of this ground-up, grassroots economic development is what we would usually think of 
or what we used to think of as community development before uh, phrases like um, ideas like co-design um, more recently came into fashion. Mm, yes, in his uh, work Revitalizing Communities, Max Neef deliberately worked on a small human scale. Top-down, centralized strategies drawn up by technocrats from afar were anathema, anathema to him. Through his work in and with communities, he developed a scheme or schema for human-scale development with the aim of addressing fundamental human needs, which somehow borrowed from the quite-known Maslow fundamental human needs approach, but it was much broader. It evolved in much broader kinds of ways, including not just the material side of our needs, not just the kinds of deficiencies and the obvious one, which we always talk about when we talk about human needs, Mm. and which are often looked as a negative, as Mm. a deficiency, Mm. Uh, Manfred and his colleagues, they looked at needs as a positive. That Mm. means it motivates you to get busy and do something about Mm. whatever Mm. it is that you think you need. So it was a much more existential way of thinking around needs and Mm. holistic way. And Mm. we probably come back to that a little bit later. Yeah, it actually fits really well with what we were talking of a few programs Mm. ago Mm. about that secret library in Syria where people would go without food and put their lives in danger to save books. Yep, absolutely. And have a space Mm. for reading them and sharing them. If only given the chance, people will do. From October the 28th to the 31st, some of the worst climate criminals will be gathering for the International Mining Conference, IMARC, at the Melbourne Convention Centre. Blockade IMARC is an activist alliance committed to putting a stop to the mass destruction caused by extractive industries across the globe and the harm they cause to communities and ecosystems. We need your help to be part of this blockade. Find out how at blockadeimark.com or check out our Facebook page, Blockade IMARC a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about barefoot economist Manfred Max Neef. Yes, Max Neef's insights are so relevant to us today, obviously, and I think it would be good to explore this a little bit in the Australian context. So I'm going to put a few questions to you, Jacques, given your strong connection and history with Manfred Max Neef. So if that's okay with Mm -hmm, you, Jacques. mm -hmm, uh, I think I mentioned the commonality between Max Neef's approach to development as a professional economist and community development. So, Jacques, can you comment on that and reflect on where we are going with community development in Australia? Well, again, that would require really an entire program. But just briefly, the importance of thinking about the relational aspect of community and about working together locally, but also across all of our organisations and institutions is just permeating all of the thinking of the human scale development book as well as the Sea Power, which is the organization Manfred helped start in Latin America to develop those ideas. Interestingly, the way in which they moved away from the basic human needs approach a la Maslow was that they started to think more philosophically about it. And they started to say, what are the existential needs of humans 
in their environment to survive and to survive well. So they came up with four major categories, being, doing, having and relating. And just to illustrate a little bit how difficult it also is to translate things from Spanish to English, for example, from any language into mm-hmm. another. For example, the last one, relating, comes from the Spanish estar. And in the official translations of the book, they translated it as as interacting. Mm-hmm. Now, estar is a much more fulsome understanding of becoming, relating, and all of that wrapped together. And it locates humans mm-hmm. very much in the middle of the non-human and expresses their relationship as well. So it's so, like becoming in the context of relating. Yeah, and when they say, I'm well, estoy bien, estoy that bien. means I am well in all of what relate what, I, mm. what is related to me. Mm-hmm. So really it is about relating and therefore thinking about reciprocity, sharing space and time, uh, also sacrificing your very self-interest for the interest of the community to which you belong. So it's a really important kind of a philosophical, practical philosophical way of rejigging our ways of thinking about our lives. Mm. Okay. Thanks, Shark. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more mm. about that in yes. <laughs> future programs. Mm. It's so hard to be succinct with yes, it is, all it of is. this and cover it um, mm-hmm. and do it justice. So do you see any scope for redesigning? This is a big question too. Mm-hmm. Do you see mm. any scope for redesigning university courses to combine economics and community development, which is, was an idea of mine, including study of Max Neef's work and theory? Well, first of all, and that's something I, I know we will at least devote another entire program to. It is educa- about education and things like that. The way universities are going and have been going for the last 30 years in Australia, in Australia and elsewhere is just not the proper cultural and practical and I would call it sort of like organizational environment to really learn in uh, the culture of the universities now being basically understanding themselves as businesses mm. and uh, dealing with with things like uh, not so much with effectiveness but with, with the way in which they can in shorter time, do more. Uh, universities have become so much more superficial in their teaching, mm. things like that. Yeah. Casualization of staff. So don't get me started on that. Yeah. It's too much. Corporatization, so profit motives. Yeah. So we talk about that probably in a couple of, mm. uh, of, of uh, programs. But there is niches still. For example, I already mentioned before, the cooperative studies program at Newcastle University is one. Then you get really useful, fertile, relationships between people who still work in the university system and places like Borderlands and those in-between spaces. They are really fertile places to independently develop other ways, experimenting with mm. other, other models, experimenting with relating differently to what is expected of you in the, in the confines, really, of the formal institutions you're part of. So experimenting in universities, unless it's in the laboratory, and even there, is becoming less and less possible. As it, you know, if you think about the 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, you could experiment with things in universities, and that certainly seemed to have gone by the wayside. Yes, I suppose the focus put on making people job ready too has mm, an influence yeah. too because uh, universities will say and students paying their fees will yeah. say 
I don't want to train for a job that doesn't exist after yes. I get out. And I pay for this and therefore I want a product. So it's quite, mm. the, 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 the culture has changed dramatically. And that means therefore also that learning about community and the relational differences community making makes is really difficult in an organization which prevents you from modeling such behavior, from modeling the way of relating, which would be appropriate for community development. So it's it's really difficult. And, yeah, it's uh, difficult to mm. train people in what you're not do- implementing yourself. Totally, what, what, what you can't model yourself. yourself because of yeah all manner of things. So, Jacques, I was going to ask you another question, but mm-hmm. I think we'll have mm. might have to leave it for another mm-hmm. program because this is such a big topic. But um, I think living in a world where, with the dead hand mm. of neoliberal thinking. Mm-hmm which is influencing universities, but also the not-for-profit sector, the community sector, mm-hmm. taken over government and economics. Mm-hmm. So maybe in future we could talk a bit about yep. how we can go about implementing grassroots development mm-hmm. programs in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I don't uh, know if you have any passing comment to well, make. Well, we think what it what it means to be human rather than just, as we keep saying, than just be an economic producer-consumer, mm. that we are actually more than that for us as human beings, that the way we relate to nature is, should not just be exploitative mm. in the sense of take, 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 and uh, you know, externalize the costs, that that's not what it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rethinking our relational reality is just important. Which is what we're trying to mm-hmm. assist with here, but mm. also Borderlands, yep. of course, making a space for that. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.